Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could throw away all my shoes and I would say, guess what? I don't need any foot coverings. My guest today is a Grammy-winning <laughs> singer, bassist, and a producer. He was a judge on the long-running series American Idol for 13 whole years, and he's the current band leader for Fox's Name That Tune reboot. It's Randy Jackson! <laughs> Yo, I love that intro. Oh, thank you. I need to record that and play that every time I'm, I'm, I walk in the room. You know, I like just keeping the energy up. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm glad you like the intro, Randy. How are you? Nicole, what's going down, man? I'm holding it down in this damn crazy COVID time <laughs> on Earth in America, in L.A. here, holding it down. Yeah, it feels truly wild. I just found out in Glendale, they have a mask ordinance in Glendale because Glendale's not a part of L.A. It's its own thing. Huh? And they fine you if you don't wear a mask in Glendale. Bless them. They're smart. Listen, I mean, right? they're so smart. Look, I just we, we were in Australia for almost two months filming Name That Tune for Fox. Mm -hmm. I had to go through two weeks of hardcore quarantine where like yeah. you're in this hotel room with a very tiny balcony so you could see outside and smell outside. Mm -hmm. But you could not leave your room for two weeks. They had guards mm -hmm. outside your door, and they would check you Oof. every two days. Dang. They would call you every day, see if you got symptoms. 
it was crazy and I haven't seen anything like it. But when I got out, when we got out, uh -huh. there was no COVID. So we could film with a 200 person live audience, no mask. We went to restaurants where people were full inside. We're at a table of 12, 14 people. It was so bizarre. But yeah. people there actually <laughs> listen. Yep. My friend lives in Australia in Sydney, and he was like, well, sometimes you'll wear a mask. Sometimes you won't. You just kind of wear it as like a precaution because uh, uh, the cleaners at the hotel might come in contact with it. So, like, we're just trying to be respectful. And I was like, imagine a whole country of people who are like, let's be respectful and we understand how this fucking thing happens. <laughs> well, I think the government forces them because when the, they met our plane at the at the airport. Mm -hmm. The guards you go through, this is like nobody's doing nothing except what we say. It was crazy. But I hated it because I don't know that I, you know, I'm, I'm free. I live in America. But I tell you what, getting out of there, not having to wear a mask, go to restaurants, to be around people. We had a live band. It was so bizarre that I'm like, <laughs> look, the two weeks was worth it. That's what I think. I mean, I do think our shutdown was like a little harsh and not explained well enough. Right. But like, it would be nice if we like buckled down for two weeks, three weeks. We like tried to really figure this out and then we could just go back to normal. Like Australia, they're like spitting each other's mouths. I'm like, give me that. I oh, want wow. it. I'm not sure I want anybody to spit in my mouth. Not strangers. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. And we're off on the, we're off on the podcast. I love it. Nicole, man, I'm a fan of yours, yo. Oh, thank you, Randy. And I liked watching you on American Idol. And one of my favorite things to say when I don't want to do something is, that's enough for me, dog. Uh, <laughs> I say it. All the time. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you upholding the truth out in these streets. <laughs> Nicole, where are you from? Me? I'm from New Jersey. A Jersey girl. Wait, where are you from? Are you from California? No, I'm from the dirty, dirty, dirty south in Louisiana. Baton Rouge. Really? Yeah, man, the dirty don't get no dirtier. <laughs> I don't know very much about Louisiana except for like what people generally know, like Mardi Gras and, uh, oh my God, what's the city I'm trying to, oh, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. It's so nice and fun. No, New Orleans is great. I mean, I tell people when they go there, forget the diets. They don't believe it. It's down here. You know, they go, boy, you got to eat where the food is good eating. <laughs> so, you know, they don't trust condiments on the table. The chef's supposed to mm -hmm. taste that food before you eat it. You know, you don't trust these chefs. They'd be looking at how the food looks. No, how does it taste? You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. Yes. I went to a restaurant once where they served me a mustard creme brulee. And I was like, okay, why? Why would you do this to a person? <laughs> I don't want to eat mustard creme brulee. Yeah, that sounds Mustard awful. desserts sound, yeah, and it was bad. I tried it because it was a fancy, expensive restaurant, and I was like, well, maybe I'm the dummy. And then I like ate a bite, and I was like, no. Yeah, people trying too hard to do way too much. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Randy, how did you get into music? Tell me about your life. My <laughs> life. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was this kid growing up in Louisiana, man, in the hood down there. My brother had a band. He used to rehearse in my mom's garage. And, you know, down in the lovable country southhood, 
you know, any given weekend, a band would be rehearsing on their front porch, one of the local cover bands, and crowds mm-hmm. gather around, the ice cream man's out there with the ice cream truck. I mean, this is mm-hmm. like, this is that original country hood that like, you know, people just having a good time, enjoying their life. Uh, and I just fell in love with music. I used to watch my brother's band rehearse. And then I started getting into music. I wanted to play bass. My brother plays drums. I started playing guitar. I started playing drums. I played saxophone for a while. And I just got the music bug. But I was in athletics for most of my younger life playing, you know, mm-hmm. football and track and baseball, basketball, all of that. But I just, I love music, man. I love music. Hey, <laughs> old school right there. OJ's in the house. Yeah, what? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's how it all started for me. And I mean, you know, when you're young, you kind of get your grind on and you think, man, I guess if I'm good, one day somebody will pay attention and I can mm-hmm. make it and do something with this and maybe make four or five dollars. <laughs> so you know it's just for the love of it you know music's big in the south it's big everywhere mm-hmm. but the south is huge so you were like already a successful musician before american idol but american idol truly made you like a household name how did that like feel well it was weird because i've been in this this rock band journey i toured with them made records videos made a bunch of videos at mariah carey whom i work with Aretha, ton of people. I've done a ton of records. I was an A&R guy, Columbia Records, then at MCA for a long time. I was What's producing A&R mean? Artists help. And, uh, I don't know about music. Oh, what's A&R? A&R, is, it's called Artisan Repertory, but mainly A&R is the heart of the record label. Mm-hmm. So an A&R guy finds, signs, develops, makes the records that the company then puts out with their marketing, promotion, publicity, distribution team but the A&R person is the real heart and soul of it it means like I would see you someone and go like you know what I'm gonna sign Nicole I'm gonna get mm-hmm. Nicole on the record with Lil Baby and Ooh. Cardi and Drake oh that's fun and then I'm gonna hook up with this remix from Metallica mm-hmm. and people can be like what the hell is this but <laughs> I would be like you know I'm gonna put this out I'm gonna sell this so they're really the heart and soul of the record industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I did that for a long time. So the funny thing about Idol is both Kyle and I were A&R people. I was at MCA at the time and he was at RCA. So what we did in our day job is exactly what American Idol was. It was our Mm -hmm. responsibility to find, sign, develop new talent that could become, would be superstars. So it was interesting to become a household name though, because You know, I'm glad it happened to me later on in my life. So it didn't go to my head. So I went out there wilding (laughs) out in these streets. You know what I'm saying, Nicole? Of course I do. So were you married while, like when American Idol premiered? Yes, yes. Okay. Had three kids, you know, married young kids, but, you know, happily doing my thing. Are you still currently married? I am not still currently married. I do have a girlfriend. You do? But no, I'm not currently married. Yeah, but I've been married twice. Oh, you've been married twice? Ooh, yeah. Double yeah. the fun. Well, double the fun, she <laughs> says. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Now, you know, I met her. I went to this 
restaurant to meet these people that were having this little gathering, someone's birthday, and met her there. And we just kind of hit it off a bit. And of course, over the next couple of months, hit it off a little bit more. And uh, here we are two and a half years later. Oh, see, that's nice. What a nice, simple story. I met them at a restaurant. We got along. Then uh, it just blossomed from there. Well, it doesn't always blossom, but don't you like to? It doesn't always blossom. But don't you feel like it's better to meet people in a casual setting, the grocery store? Where, I mean, wherever. The grocery store? Yeah. I've never met someone at the grocery store who was like, ooh, <laughs> let's go somewhere else where the food's already prepared. <laughs> You mean you didn't meet somebody looking at the cucumbers in the aisle and going, oh. No, and I wish, I wish, because I'd be like, is this what you have? And then he'd be like, uh, ew, <laughs> I have to leave. Yeah. Is this, are you, are you looking at the squash? Or are you looking at the potatoes? <laughs> what does that mean? No, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just an interesting, casual setting's always better. I mean, have you, what, so who are you dating? Are you dating in the pandemic? I am not dating in the pandemic because I've said it once, I've said it twice, I'll say it a hundred times. I'm not dying over mediocre dick. I cannot do that. Uh, <laughs> speak on it, speak on it, speak on it. I just haven't seen a fat person who's gotten COVID and then was like, it was fine for me. I feel better. So I'm staying inside because I I just, she wants me. Like, I, she wants me. She wants in me. She's like, mm, lots of fat in here. I'll linger and then not go away. <laughs> so I don't want it. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, it's probably the safest thing in the world not to because it's crazy out there. Yeah. I mean, or do you do, did you do online though before? Before I was doing online, uh, I'm still doing online. Like, I will talk to people, and I floated the idea of meeting someone, like, in a park, wearing a mask, being six feet away, having them understand that, like, I need to trust you before we are maskless, and, like, kiss the moochin, because I'm not going to smooch somebody who is smooching other people and being stupid. It's like a whole thing where you have to trust somebody before that time do you know what i mean because i've only casual yeah. dated where like it's like a month or two or three before i'm like oh okay i need this person i need things from this person no no i, I could see that mm-hmm. i mean i don't even know how it's going down i mean i hear about all the sites i see mm-hmm. all the stuff like uh, it's just it's not quite my vibe man i don't even know because <laughs> i don't even listen uh-huh. you could tell me the truth I don't even trust all these people's damn pictures. People be lying about these photos. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, there's a whole TV show about it called Catfish. And I've yet to be catfished. And I like, I don't know. I don't think I will be. Maybe I will be. But then it would be a wonderful story uh, from a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You could bring them on air. Why the hell did you catfish me, fool? Yeah, I I mean, it would be a, a captivating, compelling episode. Do you know people that have been catfished? I don't know anyone personally who's been catfished. I I mean, I've gone out with people where there was one man, I think I've talked about him before, in his picture, he was like standing near a door and his hand was on the ceiling. And I was like, oh, he must be tall. And then when I met him, he was so little. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it was a basement. The ceiling was dropped. And there's nothing wrong with the short king, but like, 
It would be nice if he had let me know. I don't know. Like some no. dudes will put their heights up. And then I could have been like, it was just jarring to see him. And I was like, oh, you're so tiny. <laughs> I liked it. That's kind of funny. I, you should <laughs> let me follow you in an unmarked white van. You have an IP. <laughs> I have one. I'm talking to you. Telling this, telling that. I would have a blast doing this. This I want to <laughs> live vicariously through you. I mean, I think we just oh pitched a very wonderful reality show. <laughs> Nicole goes on dates and Randy Jackson's in her ear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, man. Because, I mean, people lie so much. Mm-hmm. They want to make themselves seem very interesting, right? Yeah, which is funny because you can make yourself seem interesting on the apps before you meet somebody. But the minute you meet somebody, they're going to absolutely know that you're not as interesting as you were pretending to be. You know what I mean? Right. What is the one that all of the stars go on? Oh, that is Raya. Yeah. Are you on Raya? It took me two years, but they finally let me on Raya. What do you mean let you on? (laughs) So to get on Raya, you have to have either a recommendation from a friend or you apply on your own and then you say someone you know who is on the app. It's And then there's, I guess, like a coven of people who like are combing <laughs> through the applications being like, are they cool? No, they're not cool. And then when I finally got on, I was like, oh, it's a bunch of white people and like Australian DJs. And I don't, I think they were right to not try to let me on. Uh, I, I love the coven of people. That could be a part <laughs> of the show too. There's a tribunal council. Of people to decide who goes on. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Yeah, we're doing it. Like, is Fox listening or, like, uh, any other network? Hello, we have a show for you. You know what we should do, Nicole? No, you know what we should do? I got it. We should start our own dating app. Okay. What would we call it? Baya. Okay. Direct competition to Raya. Yeah, Yeah, dating by you. Uh And we decide to let people on. Depending on how many potato chips they can eat. (laughs) (laughs) We just make it extremely random and completely silly. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. I like that. I didn't know Rye had all these rules. I didn't know they had rules. It sure does. Um, There's another one. Maybe it's called The League, I think, or something. The League. That one's also something like that. You have to, like, be a a work professional. I think it's like a bunch of doctors and lawyers and you have to like apply to that too. I don't know. I feel like some of these (laughs) apps, they're like, we have to keep the pool like a good pool of people where it's like, I don't know. I'm all about like, I like diversity in my dating. I don't want to just date one type of person. Yeah. I was saying maybe you should date Drake. Maybe you need one of those Australian DJs. I don't know. I mean, I would date Drake. I don't know if Drake would have me. Truly, he's got so, like, just a buffet of people to date. (laughs) A buffet of people. That sounds funny. Just so many. Like a Chinese buffet. You know how they have, like, all that stuff? Oh, my God. Are buffets done? They're done. I think they got to be done now, especially (laughs) with COVID and all this disease. But listen, who is your dream date? Who is, like, what's the fantasy date for Nicole? I don't know if anybody's been on your podcast and asked you about this, but Uh who is that? Um, okay. My, okay. I'll go into full detail. So I would like him to be, I'm like five, seven or five, six. I don't really know. So I'd like him to be like six foot. So when he hugs me, I can like put my little head on his shoulder. Um, I like his head to be proportionate to his body. 
Um, I would like for him to have. Stop there for a second. Head proportions in his body. Uh-huh. You mean you don't want somebody with a giant head and a tiny body? Uh-uh, I don't want a lollipop. No. Oh my god. Uh, I would like him to have all of his teeth. All um, of his teeth. Yes. Yes. He doesn't have to have all his eyes. I don't mind if you know there was an accident. Have all of his eyes. I don't mind. That doesn't bother me. You're cracking me up now. <laughs> as long as he's got one eye. Yeah. What? No, he doesn't even have to have one eye. I don't mind. Uh, I could date a blind man. That's fine. And then also, yeah. if it like happened in an accident, it's like, oh my god, you trust me enough to tell me about this this time in your life. So like that wow, would be a nice yeah. thing. Um, I would like him to have uh, broad shoulders. Right. He doesn't have to. Like, be very fit. I could do chubby. I could do fat. Uh, I could do very fit. I, I don't really mind the body type, but I would like him to have big hands. I love right. big hands. Right. Um, I would like him to have powerful thighs. Um, powerful thighs? What is that going to do with the dating? <laughs> I just like power, like big, big thighs. <laughs> if you have big thighs, I'll date you. But if not, leave me alone. Yeah, get what? out of here with your scrawny little legs. You miss leg day. <laughs> Oh my God, you're killing me here. I'm having a good time. Wow, I've good. never heard such distinct descriptions. <laughs> Powerful thighs. What about elbows? Um, okay, he can't have drelbos, but those are dry right. elbows. He's right. gotta like be moisturizing. Um right. <laughs> and then personality. Um, I would like if he like kept up with his hair. That's not personality, but uh so he's Hygiene. like nice. He's funny. Uh, his fingernails are clean. Uh, he's like working the job that is his dream, as opposed to like a person who's like, oh, one day I'm gonna do this X, Y, and Z, and then never does it. Um, <laughs> right. He's got his own money. His mother loves him, but not in a way where she thinks I'm competition. She's like right. healthy and well adjusted. Uh, his dad is also very nice and he's really excited to meet me. <laughs> right. I like this. Well, this is quite the fantasy. This is like yes. everything all together. <laughs> yeah. Well, you asked. <laughs> this is the perfect guy. Wow. I think so. Where do we find such a specimen? Honestly, I do not know. I don't know. I, I've been asking people to hook me up with their friends, but then they're like, oh, they're single for a reason, or I don't have any single friends anymore. That's true. That's true, though. Be careful of that. They're single for a reason. Be careful. Mm -hmm. That's true. Don't you think? Yes. And maybe my dating would go better if I didn't sleep with people on the first date. So I just you read do? this thing. Yes, Randy. You oh gotta figure out if God. you like it. You spilling <laughs> all the tea now today, y'all. Wow. <laughs> you gotta be more careful. Come on now. I know. And then, okay, so I just saw this video. I think it was on Instagram. Or maybe I read it somewhere. I don't remember. But it was this lady saying that men attach differently so, like, men have to get to know you and, like, feel uh, safe with you to form a bond. And then sex comes after that. But if you sleep with them too fast, they have no time to form a bond and they just form an opinion about you. And that's why it doesn't last. But then there's people who sleep with someone on the first date and it's fine. But the lady was like, yeah, I think it was an Instagram video. So take it with a grain of salt. But that's what she said. 
No, but I could see that. I could see that. Cause you want them to respect you and want them to feel like it's something real as mm-hmm. opposed to just, you know, a hookup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, yeah. that's if you want that. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking for a real relationship, mm-hmm. you got to treat it as so. Right now I'm looking for, as Mary J. Blige says, real love. I'm right. looking for the real love. It's very bad. I'm so sorry I sang at you, Randy. I'm a bad singer. No, come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm such a bad singer. Ooh, wait. Could you teach me? Do you think everyone can sing? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You know, that's that ridiculous thing that parents always tell kids. Mm -hmm. You know what, Johnny? You can become anything you want to become. Mm -hmm. No, Johnny can't. (laughs) Johnny ain't got the talent. I mean, you can maybe fool some of the people some of the time, but mm-hmm. you ain't going to fool everybody. There's skillful people out here. <laughs> you just sang one, Mary. Mary is unbelievable. She's so good. I want to go to a Mary concert so bad. I just, she like feels herself. And when she's dancing, like she's just yeah. like in the zone. I love her so much. Yeah, we love Mary, man. That song, man, Real Love. It's such a good song. Man, that was good. Who's your favorite singer of all time? God, of all time, I don't know. It's hard to pick one because, I mean, you know, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of them, the Mariahs, the Whitney's, the Celine's, the Aretha's, you know, the Boys of Men, the Wanye's, the, I mean, Steve Perry from Journey. I mean, I, you know, but Nat King Cole. Oh, okay. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. That old era of, you know, the way those guys sung and they pronounced every word and they lived on every word, you know, unforgettable. I just, you know, that that whole, uh-huh. I love that era, you know what I'm saying? When I was little, I used to li- listen to Unforgettable and then Natalie King Cole, she did a duet with her dad. And yes. I just loved it so much. And I would just sing it in my room. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful duo. No, but listen, at least you were feeling the emotion of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's a beautiful song. I mean, it's amazing. And he was so great. Wow. Uh, real quick, Randy, we have to take a break. Oh, no. Okay. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. 
Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's. With code DATEME20, newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up. And Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. 
Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> and we're back. See, it was a quick break. Randy, have you ever been, you've never been on any of the dating apps, right? Or have no, you? I can't. I can't. Why can't you? I don't know. You know, I like to see people for real. I like to do my own picking because, I mean, you know, I need to feel the vibe of the person. Mm -hmm. I'm just weird like that. You know, these apps are so, I, you know what I say when the app game first started like this? It's the perfect thing for somebody that wants to hide and run. Mm. You can lie. Oh, my God. Apps are way to lie to the world. Mm -hmm. People be putting up these old ass pictures of somebody else, <laughs> fake accounts, and oh man, I just I don't have the time and the patience. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you on that one. Uh, I feel like being lied to is maybe one of the worst things because then you're just like, oh, who do I trust? Who's who's right about this? And if you're looking for love, you're just looking at pictures. Pictures mm -hmm. ain't love. No. And all the lies and all the stuff that they talk about. Then you, then I, you got to admit something to me. Every time you meet them, you're gonna, you, you, you're looking to see if that's what they told me, right, or were they lying? <laughs> well, I personally, I only really talk to people on the apps for like a week. If you don't ask me out after a week, then like I just delete the connection because I don't want to text for so long that I feel like I know anything about you. I just like right. want to go in with like, I know your name. I know what you do for work and I know enough about you to like start a conversation. But right. it's when you text for like a month and then you meet this person, you're like, Oh, well you're not like lining up with what's in my head. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, it's, I just think it's so crazy, dude. Like to me, look, I know a lot of people have been successful, married, met the one, and I'm sure it's possible. Don't you think? I Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, I just don't know. I, yeah, I have like a lot of friends who've met people online, but I also have a lot of friends who've met their partners in person. I just, I don't know what it's going to be for me. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll meet someone in person. Maybe not. I don't know. I think it's going to happen to you when you least expect it. That's what people keep saying, but I'm, Always expecting it. <laughs> no, Everywhere I go, I'm like, maybe, maybe you're going to be my husband. No, stop expecting. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, Nicole. Okay. Stop expecting. Let the blessings come. Let it happen. Put it out of your head. Think about okay. the band with the IFB, the TV show that we're going to do. <laughs> Put all that out of your head and then let it happen. Okay. Randy, what's the worst date you've ever been on? Um, God, it was a while ago. Man, it was a long time ago. God, mm -hmm. so many years ago. 
I was on this date with this girl and it wasn't going great. And I was trying to think during the whole time, how can I get out of here? How can I pay the check and leave her here? I mean, how can I just go to the bathroom, talk to the waiter, hand my card, do it and just slip out? I'm just, I don't want, I don't want to know why this date's going to end. You know that awkward moment where somebody's going to hug or kiss? I don't want to know, but I don't even want to be involved in that situation. <laughs> I, I just wanted to run. And, you know, like it just, I couldn't believe I was, I was on this date. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time it's happened to me because after that, I said, okay, no more. I got to know that I'm really interested to really be somewhere in a space with this person. Cause mm-hmm. man, you know, it was a blind date. Somebody set me up on too. Oh boy. Okay. So I don't do blind dates no more. <laughs> but what made her so bad? Like, was it just like bad conversation? Was she rude? What was going on? It's just the personalities didn't really jog together. And like, mm-hmm. it was a setup and I don't usually like blind dates. And I, first thing I thought, whomever hooked this up doesn't know me. <laughs> this is not some, I mean, you can be friends with somebody, but not somebody I never want to date, you know, just, it was just not my vibe, but I said, let me go with it. Let me see what happens. Cause I've never done it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you want to try things. I'm sure you probably tried some things. Oh yes. Right? I love trying things. I'm very daring, adventurous, but yeah, I've done things where I'm like, Oh, I'll never do that again. But I mean, somebody set you up on a blind date. Have you been on a blind date? No, not yet. It's it's fun. It's funny, you know. When we were shooting, um, I asked somebody this when we were shooting in that tune in Australia. Um, I asked somebody, one of the guys in the band, I said, "Listen, have you ever been on a blind date?" He goes, "No, I don't know. I don't know from that." So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are afraid of it. But he does the app thing. Is is that kind of like a blind date, though? It is kind of like a blind date. But you can even like you could call them, you could FaceTime them, like you have more access than a blind date. Because on a, I, for me, I think a blind date is just like Nicole. I got this man for you. Uh, you're gonna meet them at this restaurant. Uh, they have a brown hair. Good luck. <laughs> then you go to the restaurant. You're like, okay, everybody here's got brown hair. Who's alone? Okay, maybe this yeah. person. Hello, right. I'm Nicole, and they're like, I'm meeting Margaret, and you're like, not this one. I don't know. I feel like a, <laughs> a blind date's like a journey. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I guess you're right about that. It's a weird <laughs> one, though. Mm-hmm. It's a weird journey. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I think you're going to find it when you stop expecting or looking for it. Okay. Well, Randy, what is, like, what's a good way to, like, hit on somebody? What's, like, a good flirting tip? Man, I don't even know. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Yo. <laughs> You know, I don't even know. I mean, I think just being natural and normal and Mm -hmm. not coming up with lines and all that stupidness. Okay, I can get behind that. Just being natural, my natural self. Yeah, be natural, Nicole. Okay, naturally, Nicole. Natural, effervescent, vibrant, Nicole. Okay, I can do that. Um, Was dating harder after you'd been on television did you think that sometimes you'd go out with people who like expected something from you? Of course it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you get all the people that, you know, what you're going to do for them or what can you do for them? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't get the genuine thing. I look, I think it's hard to find genuineness anyway. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I always say to people, what do you want? You know, my guy friends, you look just looking for a hookup or are you just trying to like really be in love with somebody? Because the love takes time, as Mariah Carey wrote. Mm-hmm. Great line in a song, love takes time. I think Man. it's true. Love does take time. It, it It is really, I mean, you know, and also you're setting up a, a, a benchmark for the kind of relationship you want. Mm-hmm. You say, look, I don't want this just to be a hookup. I'm trying to really be in love, loved up with somebody. You know, like, you know, they're trying to go after you. Nicole, how long was your longest relationship? My longest relationship? Okay, so I had like a thing on and off for like three years. But I don't know if I'd call that a relationship because it was wholly unhealthy. But I've only really dated people for like three months at a time. Wow. Three years sounds like a while, though. Yeah, it was a long time, but it was truly like on and off. So like we'd be on for like a month or two and then off for like four months and then on for like three months and then off for six months. So collectively it was three years, but I would say in total, probably like seven months, eight months together. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's the longest, longest, Mm -hmm. but it was complicated. Yeah, it was very, very complicated. I just hit a wall with people where. I don't know. Maybe I'm sleeping with them too soon. And then they're like, I can't bond with her. I don't know. Uh, Stop doing it too soon. I know, but I get so horny, Randy Jackson. <laughs> you are hilarious. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you still friends with Simon? Yeah, no, no. We're all good friends. Me and Ryan, Paula. Talked to Paula a couple of weeks ago. She's on the mass dancer. Also on Wednesday nights on Fox, you know, our show follows her show. And um, I watched an episode. It's very fun. Yeah, it's a fun show, right? It's a funny show. Mm-hmm. Seeing people dance with these costumes on. No, your show. Oh, name that tune is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> we, have a, we have a blast on it. We have a blast on it. You know, mm-hmm. Jane and I just cracking people up. You know what I mean? We're cracking ourselves up most of the time. Yeah, I love her. Was did you guys shoot in Australia because of COVID? They were you guys were yeah. like it's easier to just have an audience. Well, if we wanted an audience in a live band and mm-hmm. on a game show, you gotta kind of be close to the contestants. Yeah. So it was it was the right thing for us to do. It's the only way we could do it. We're in Australia almost two months, but it worked out. Mm-hmm. Really worked out. I'm happy we did that. Actually. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the smartest thing to do. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, productions are getting shut down in here, shut down here left and right. Mm-hmm. What is, what do you think the greatest love song of all time is? Well, the only song that pops into my head is Greatest Love of All, which is really one, but it was meant sort of as that Black National Anthem too, but it's just... Uh, you know, I like that line, find your strength in love. Mm-hmm. So just a great line. That's probably one of the greatest ones. I think I agree with you. Or we said it earlier, unforgettable. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. Unforgettable. I like the face you made right there. 
Yeah. Y'all don't know Nicole's making faces when she's getting that line in. Yeah, get it, girl. Get well, it, get it, get you it. You got to do a face if you know that the sound is not going to be good. No, get it. That's how you get the sound right to make that face. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I know a little bit about singing. Yeah, man. Okay, Randy. So some advice you've given me is to be myself be natural in conversations. What's another two pieces of advice that you can give me? Wait at least. What was that movie? The Steve Harvey movie about oh. the 90 day rule. Think like a man. Yes. Think like a man. I think it's, it might be. Yeah. 90 days. I think that's what it is. Read that book twice. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can I'm gonna order I'm gonna order it from Barnes and Noble as soon as we get off. I'm gonna I'm gonna think like a man. You know, I'm just saying, you know, because you want it to be quality. Mm-hmm. You ready for your close-up, Nicole? I can see you. I, I can am. feel it in your spirit. <laughs> Go out there and get it, girl. Make it yours, man. Okay, thank you. Well, Randy, we've come to the end. I usually ask all my guests this. Uh, would you date me? Of course. Oh, thank I was single, you, Randy. of course. Of course. Come on. Come on, Nicole. You know how we do. Um, tell everyone what time Name That Tune comes on. Name That Tune on Fox Wednesday nights, 8 Central, 9 on the West Coast or the Left Coast, as I like to say. <laughs> so, yeah, tune into that. It's very fun. I like it. Um, also, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe. And if you hit on me saying something dirty, I will read it uh, on air. So this person said, I had to write a nasty DM. I want to fuck you to like, I want to fuck you like one big sexy Oreo. You'll be the cookie and uh, I'll be the white cream in the middle. Lick me up first and then I'll dunk you in white liquid. Okay. That works for me. I could be an Oreo. I think he's lying. I think he's lying. He's a liar. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Randy. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, love. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> this has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.